You are listening to the Airbnb Disney Podcast. Paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. Please contact Mr. Johnson in the control tower to confirm you would like to accompany. Welcome, foolish mortals. If you're still coming in, it's great to see you. All right, before we get started, we have we have late breaking news, folks. We have to jump. <laughs> what do we got? Uh, we we have uh, uh, our first mistake is what we have. But yeah. in addition to that, Barry, the Skyliner gondolas are reported to have crashed once again. At Walt Disney World, but it's been coming from a couple sources now. So I hope it. On all seriousness, we hope it's not. It's, it's not anything serious. Uh, but looks like another maybe another gondola accident. So mm-hmm. that's not good. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Airbnb Disney Podcast. My name is Barry, and I am hopped up tonight. I've had three cups of coffee and two uh, uh, energy drinks. Anyway. Oh, as always, I'm joined by my partner in crime, William. How you doing tonight, William? I am doing well, thank you, sir. What about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for asking. And tonight we actually have a really special guest. Uh, she is from the Waltz Apartment Podcast. Among uh, that's just all, one of the things she does. She's multi talented. Uh, her name is Brianna. Is it is Brianna? Right? It's not Brianna. Brianna. Yeah, Brianna. Brianna. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight, Brianna. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Great podcast, everybody. All right. Have a great All right. <laughs> uh, so, Brianna, tell us, where are you from? Uh, the loaded question. I am originally from Ohio. I am currently a full-time traveler in Arizona right now. <laughs> nice. A full-time <laughs> traveler, huh? Yes. What I am homeless. <laughs> It it means that I am homeless. I work as a travel nurse, so that means that I pick up 13-week assignments at different hospitals around the U.S., and I just go where I'm needed. So right now, I'm needed in Tucson, Arizona, so that's where I'm working. Wow. Where <laughs> where else have you been? Um, Salt Lake City, Utah, Seattle, Washington, and Providence, Rhode Island. Wow. Wow. That's kind of a cool way to uh, see the United States. Yeah. I've seen a lot of stuff. I've made lots of road trips, cross-country road trips. Um, I have spent many, many days in my car driving, but it's been a lot of fun and I've seen a lot of things and it's amazing to see how the country looks so different in every different place. Is that something you always want to do? Like, did did you say, I want to be a traveling nurse or were you like, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't always want to be a nurse there. I had a lot of different career goals like in through high school, but then when I finally settled on nursing, I knew that uh, neonatal travel nursing was where I wanted to be. And that was my goal from like the second I stepped into nursing school. So yes, Big bucks. <laughs> also, Big I bucks. also make double what a floor nurse would make. So it's nice. nice. <laughs> there, you, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I'd imagine very rewarding as yeah. well, right? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's kind of, it's different because as I work with uh, babies who often are in the hospital for long stays, I don't always get to see them go home, which is kind of sad. But other than that, um, it's still a lot of fun. And I have, yeah, it's the best job. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> in between uh, 13-week periods. Yes. Do you go home? Uh, do uh, How does that work? You just go right from one to the next? Um, this assignment I did, I had one week off, but I stayed in the same city. So yeah, I didn't go home or anything. I just stayed in the same city and picked up at two different hospitals. Um, I have took, I usually try to take a month off around Christmas so I can go home and see my family. And then um, it's really nice because I can set different times that I want to work. So I, when I sign my contract, if I want to take a week off in the middle of my contract, I put that in there so I can go home, um, try to get to like family functions and stuff. So yeah. Or, or Disney. <laughs> or Disney. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now with you being so far out West, you, uh, uh, I know right now you can't go to Disneyland uh, because right. when it does open up, it will only be for residents, but uh, will you, you, if it opens up to everyone else, will you try to get out there? Yeah, uh, we were talking about that uh, a couple of days ago. It's only about a seven, eight hour drive to Disneyland. So I will be at Disneyland as soon as I'm allowed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So uh, tell us how you got into the whole Disney podcasting thing with the Walt apartment. Like, how did that come about? Oh, okay. So depending on how far we want to go back. Um, I first love to think of what's it called movie pass and the movie, a, um, a quiet place. Cause I first got a movie pass found, watched the movie, a quiet place and was looking for podcasts about movies. And that's when I came across the decast back in 2018. Um, so I'd listened to the decast. I'd found the Diz insider back when it was called Disney film facts. And I'd been a big follower of both of those the podcast and the site, um, they came together as one. And then last year, they had a lot of switching around and a lot of things happening. And like, as I talked that I go to the parks a lot. So I messaged Sean Williams and was like, hey, I know you guys used to have the extra magic hour. I love parks. Um, you kind of talked about you didn't know if you were bringing that back with how the podcast is changing. And if you do and you need a host, I would be happy to do it. And he came back a couple weeks later and was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was excited. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and the extra magic hour, that is something that you also do with the Waltz apartment. And uh, tell us when, when they, when they come out, like when they're yeah. on Facebook, when they come out. So uh, Waltz apartment records uh, live on Facebook every Wednesday night um, at I don't know what time it is for you guys. Nine thirty is uh, uh, nine thirty mm-hmm. Eastern, six thirty uh, <laughs> yeah, Pacific. So yes, yeah. Um, and then that recording will come out later that night or the next morning on Thursdays. We then have the extra magic hour, which um, we do not record live, but it does come out every other Friday. So we won't have one this Friday, but next Friday um, we will have extra magic hour. It's a park space podcast. We go over parks news. Um, Sam does uh, Imagineers every week and goes over different Imagineers and like their stories. Wow. I do park tips. Um, it's a lot of fun, but it is only found in podcast form. So you can find that at Walt's apartment, at Spotify, Apple podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
<laughs> a, a scandalous rumor we found out tonight that Sam does Imagineers. Yes. Yes, actually. It is scandalous, and it was right out of Brianna's mouth. I'm so sorry, Sam. Yikes. I ruined your secret. Yikes. So, Brianna, okay, yes. so uh, controversial question. Disney okay. World or Disneyland? You've been to both. Uh-huh. What are you What are you saying? What say you? Um. See, this is too hard. This is way too loaded of a question. Um, I, I, I'll go with Disney World. I've been to Disney World more. Um, yeah, I've been to it more. There's more. There's more parks, more things to do. But I mean, there's always just like this fun thing about Disneyland being the original park, being smaller, being less stressful. Um, but I guess if I really have to pick, I'll go with Disney World. And then if you ask me a week from now, I'll change my answer to Disneyland. <laughs> that's how it always goes. <laughs> Bill and I have never been. So one of these days we got to get there. And Kristen Lambeth is on. She says, wow, y'all get hotter every podcast. Now, I don't know if she's talking about our dialogue or you and I, Bill. I think she's, uh, I think she's probably talking about the temperature. Um, yeah. I, uh, I did check my pits. I don't have any sweat stains that I can see, but apparently mm-hmm. I do look hotter than i normally do so yes, indeedy yeah yes, indeedy. you uh you look a little warm as well sir i got a little under boob sweat i don't have any uh <laughs> too much too early too much too early <laughs> no, right, no too much too early is what you said right before we started am i right brianna <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more question what's, what's your favorite okay. who's your favorite disney character simba Okay, that's different. That's different. I'll take it. Um, all right. So, Bill, I think we yes. should jump over to. Wait a minute. Do, do you see something? A signal coming in? Uh oh no. Oh Jesus! What the <laughs> hell? I thought you guys had some coffee. It's a bald man. I thought it was coffee time. <laughs> it's Jaffrey's time. I'm here for Brianna. I'm here for hey. Brianna. How are you, Brianna? Hey, doing good. Norm. <laughs> or Chris. <laughs> so I'm folks my... are gonna be listening on the podcast. Chris has joined us. Chris Elardi, the official Airbnb Disney podcast food correspondent. He's joining us from Epcot. What's going on, Chris? <laughs> not much, fellas. That's not a green screen. That is not a green screen. I got food with me. I got some caramel popcorn. <laughs> And uh, just had to hop down for a quick trip. It's Mother's Day coming up, and I'm not buying flowers because they die. So I grabbed my mother, threw her in the trunk of the car, brought her down, and we're doing a couple of days in the park. So Speaking of that, we have a beautiful picture of you and your mom here. I'm going to bring it up here <laughs> as soon as I can find it. I got it. You got it. Look at that. Ah, <laughs> That is our first photo. Isn't that a nice picture? Without the mask in uh, Hollywood studio, so that is, uh, nice. that is something special. But uh, I'm gonna photo my shop. Uh, photo my shop. Jesus. <laughs> Photoshop my charm, buddy. <laughs> Photoshop myself in there because I want a hug from Miss Elardi. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, uh, there, well, he there he is. There he I, is. The official Disney food correspondent of the Airbnb Disney podcast. 
Now, um, uh, where are you at right now? So right now I'm in the UK, um, right down, right behind. I, actually, all the grease from the uh, fish and chips is blowing right into my face right now. So oh, nice. It's, oh, nice. It's it's that extra, that smellizer, whatever they call that. So uh-huh. no, Smellizer. Uh, smellizer. So I'm in uh, Epcot, beautiful night, very warm still, not chilly at all. Um, the, uh, you know, people are moving around, get to take your mask off without the, you know, for the photos. And I, mm-hmm. I must say they're putting them right back on as soon as the photo is uh, finished. So it's nice to see that. And uh, awesome. some some cast members um, I've bumped into have said uh, sent their warm regards to you guys. So it's been nice. And uh, yeah, we saw that we have. I, did I upload the video of uh, the Joffrey's employee? I don't know. Let's see here. Hold on one second. Um, yeah, while while we're doing that, uh, Chris, <laughs> I, I hear some people in the background. Can you ask them to keep it the hell down? Everybody, we're on the air. I just want we're on the air. Okay. Yeah, tell them the don't they know? Don't they know what's uh, going on? Uh-huh. They should no. be watching. Read, read the shirt, folks. Come on. Autographs <laughs> at nine o'clock. Meet me by uh, Peter Pan over there. By the here we go. Here. Bill and Barry, Joffrey's is waiting for you. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch your mom in the background going. She's hired. Uh, but I heard it that time. Hey, listen, guys. Um, anything this is a great trip so far. Like I said, um, thank you for letting me jump in. But this show's about Brianna. So, Brianna, all the luck to you. Just smile. And, Brianna, I'm very impressed with your real job. That's well, a beautiful you. job. My mother it was a nurse. But oh. she actually let the babies play with Muppets. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> we'll be getting we'll be getting to the Muppets a little later. Uh, okay, Chris, thanks, thanks for joining us, brother. Thank Chris, you uh, uh, send uh, send our love to your mom. I will. I will. All right. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your enjoy your trip, man. Have a good night. See you. Bye. Oh, good old Chris. Chris, Mary wants to know, where are you staying? Chris, where are you staying? We're bringing him back just so you can answer this question for Mary. Where are you I'm staying, buddy? I'm about to eat some. <laughs> I'm staying in a hotel, yeah. Mary. I mean, here's a, business. Here's, here's a little something I want to say is the video feed was over. Where in the hell was your mask, sir? I'm actually in the relaxation <laughs> station. I have okay. food and I have beverages and I'm wearing the Airbnb Dis- Disney podcast shirt. So they were yeah. like, go right ahead. <laughs> oh, our apologies, sir. <laughs> See you, night, gentlemen. What else could we ask for from an Airbnb Disney food correspondent? Chris got- is the man. He is. He really, really is. All right. What do you say, Bill? We jump into the news, the real news. Now, you said real news as if the uh, the uh, breaking news we had earlier wasn't real. And it is it apparently is real. real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I- I'm scatterbrained today, Bill. I apologize. 
We don't do fake news around here. It's all real. No all. fake news. <laughs> what do we got up first, Bill? Uh, let's see. What do we have up first? We have Spider-Man. The uh, Spider-Man films are finally coming to Disney Plus as Sony and Disney reach a multi-year deal. Now, this was uh, reported on uh, our uh, friend's uh, uh, website, the uh, Diz Insider. So if you go over there, you can uh, read all of the details. But uh, it starts in 2022, runs through 2026. Uh, and uh, my understanding is that at first the movies will go to Netflix, but then they'll go to Disney Plus and then Hulu, ABC, all of those uh, freeform, all of those uh, places afterwards. Yeah, it, apparently it goes from, like you said, it goes from the theater, then uh, then Netflix gets it next, then Disney Plus. But um, they are getting a full catalog of all the old Sony stuff coming up uh, just as soon as June, they said. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. Um, I was a fan of the old Toby. What about you? I was uh, like uh, Spider-Man was always my favorite as a kid. So when those movies came out, I was as gitty as a little girl. <laughs> Can I say that now? Is that allowed to be said? Sure. Um, but yeah, I was uh, I was uh, really, really excited about those movies when they came out. The, the first two did not disappoint. I thought the third one with Tobey Maguire kind of sucked. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, the first two were pretty amazing. Well, they did. Um, who, who did they have? Topher Grace. They had his Venom. Eddie Brock. Yeah. That was yeah. horrible. That was yeah. Terrible. What about you, Brianna? Are you a Spider-Man fan? Uh, yeah, um, I saw. I know I've seen at least the first Tobey Maguire, first two Tobey Maguire movies. I don't think I've seen any of the Andrew Garfield ones. And um, Spider Verse oh, yeah. is my absolute favorite Spider-Man movie. So, yeah, I'm excited to have these on Disney Plus. That I have not seen. Spider Verse is amazing. It's yeah, so good. I have to watch it. I have to, hopefully, it'll be on Disney Plus soon. Yeah. Um, the Andrew Garfield ones. Do they really even exist? I mean, let's be honest. Eh? I, I, yeah, I never I mean, saw them. I never saw them. They're not Didn't bad. Care. Like they're not bad. They're just they're just like why? It's one of those but, things where it's just like why? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like how many Spider Mans do we need? How many Batmans do we need? I don't need a constant Spider-Man and Batman in the universe. Now, that being said, I was totally excited when uh, Spider-Man came into the MCU because I knew that they would do something a little different. They would do it right, and they did. Uh, But uh, Tom Holland, in my opinion, is the best of of the (laughs) Spider-Men. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. (laughs) Spider-Man. But uh, I, uh, I went to the Spider-Man funeral. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, and Spider-Man sounds like mm-hmm. a, uh, a a law, law firm. firm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to, uh, they anything that's brought in the MCU, they just know how to do it. They know how to do it right. You know what I mean? So you knew it was going to be great. And talking about differently, Bill, you said the word differently, didn't you? Uh yeah, you know, kind of like Disney done differently disney done differently you got to want to check over there chris who was on earlier he's got a youtube channel it's called disney done differently where he goes and he does all kinds of disney dishes but he does it a little differently it's great you got to go over there and subscribe he's also got a facebook page also uh so go over there again it's called disney done differently you don't want to miss some of the stuff he puts out 
Some of uh, it. I mean, let's be honest. Some of it's just crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah <it's laughs> not true. really. Everything he does is amazing. Like uh, that one idea. That one idea he had with put M and M's in the coffee. What was that about? Okay. Uh, yeah, who who would have come up with that? What a dumbass. <laughs> Let me see. Mary said, check out Chris's YouTube. Yes, and subscribe. And subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett dislikes Spider-Man. Mm. Mm. Uh, hey, I know Samantha also is not a huge Spider-Man fan. Okay, who's who's working our thing, Bill? Because it's not you and I. No, that, that's got to be that's got to be Chris. Oh, it's got to be Chris. You're right. I forgot. Crap. Just crap. Oh, uh-huh. he's talking about the um, the uh, mocha, M&M mocha coffee. Okay, Bill, let's jump into the next news. What else? We got? Uh, well, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not taking this one. Uh, Brianna okay. is going to oh. take this one. If you're uh, ready for it. Brianna, you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So um, cast members are able to get a one night stay at Walt Disney World. Um, It is only for uh, Florida resident cast members that are currently working or for load. Um, It's also for Imagineers and the cast members at the uh, Disney Hilton Head Resort. So, hey, your cast member getting I think you have to put in your preferences on what day and what hotel you want to stay at. But this is a nice little reward for, I mean, just kind of the chaos that cast members this past year. So this is exciting. And I hope that they like get to have this opportunity and just get to relax for a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a little weird. They announced this, but then they announced bill that Disney world cast members blocked from entering any theme parks the entire month of May. I mean, what? So they just get to stay on? on site. Yeah. You could go to the, you can go to the hotel just don't plan on going to the hotel or uh, going to any of the parks. Well, I hope they get the best hotel then and like all the spa services that you can possibly imagine because that's crap. I mean, I guess it's nice and I don't want to talk about Disney, but, but right now, I mean, I I don't, it didn't seem like that nice of a gesture to me. I don't know. (laughs) That's my opinion. I think it's a little, Oh, you get to stay on our property. You know what I mean? I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it, it seems like you get one night, not not like a weekend or anything. You get one night, and I wouldn't be surprised if it uh, turns out it's like limited to all star sports or or uh, something like that. I don't know. I like I don't want to badmouth Disney either, but it just seems one night, but you can't go to the parks. Does seem a little harsh. I can't defend Disney on this one. I just yeah, you know I. I the capacity is going up. I understand why. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I understand well, I feel why like May's not a crowded time anyway. So, like, I mean, it's not like April and March where spring break's happening. So, <laughs> let them have a day in the park. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I. I mean, I understand Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios is a hugely popular yeah. park. They've been. They've been, and I get that. You know, uh, uh, but I don't know. Oh, it's a little weird for me. Um, Melissa Otero Price. Sorry, Bill. No, it's okay. Uh, Mary says a hotel is nice, though. There are things to do with the hotel. Yeah, yeah, there are things to do. Um, Melissa Otero uh, says, like, one night, if it were me, I'd rather have my job back. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, for <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it is what it is. I guess take advantage of it if you're a cast member. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't not do it. So yeah, yeah I would definitely yeah. take advantage. But 
just oh, make so sure good. you pack your own food because food at Disney is expensive, folks. I don't know if anyone has realized this, uh, but if if you're only staying one night, pack a cooler. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay, on to our next story, Bill. What do you got? Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, we have uh, that the uh, the cast members are are not cast members. Sorry, but uh, rather. The uh, beverage filling stations that self uh, uh, that are self service are on their way to opening again in Walt Disney World. Nice, and um, there is a process that has to do with that. And I understand our graphics department uh, just threw together a slide. Uh, at, uh... <laughs> oh, wow! Wow, there's a. Yeah, go ahead, please. Okay. The process for filling beverages at self-serving stations at Walt Disney World. Social distancing stickers are set up at the station in line. Guests are first instructed to use the hand sanitizer available to the entrance to the service station. A gloved cast member may then hand a cup to the guest, depending on location. Guests with refillable resort mugs can bring theirs up instead. After that, guests are free to choose and fill their beverages. Wow. So so you can bring your filthy, unwashed, uh, uh, refillable resort mug. I mean, let's be honest. Do you see everyone cleaning those in between each visit uh, to the uh, to the soft drink counter? Absolutely not. <laughs> I I have one sitting in there, and I haven't washed it since since all since our trip at All Star, Bill, about four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's still got the crusty old. Uh, oh Please don't well, open that, it. I am no. not surprised by that at all, actually. Krista Lambeth says, "I mean, I'd be ecstatic if I got to stay to, uh, at uh, Animal, Animal Kingdom, Kingdom Lodge, Lodge. Uh-huh. for one night. Yeah. I'd be totally fine with it." Hey, I'm, I don't. Here's the thing: I don't know. Now, I read somewhere that you do have a preference, but then I also read that you don't. I, I, I'm not sure exactly how that is. I think you have to give them your. Uh, availability, what days you're looking for, and then they give you the hotel. So I'm not sure if you get uh, uh, your choice of hotel, but I don't know. I don't know that for sure. Um, mm-hmm. What I do know for sure is the Skyliner crashed tonight. That's for sure. Chris says the Skyliners are not moving. Now, Chris, were you on that Skyliner tonight? Because that might have something to do with it. <laughs> that might have a little bit of something to do with it. Yikes. Yikes. And uh, we don't know if they indeed uh, completely crashed or if there was just some sort of malfunction or error uh, with it. But, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I don't know if uh, I, I, we'll see if we can find some more details as uh, as things go on. But for now, all we know is things are not working as they should. It would not be a good look if it happened again. I'll tell you that much. Hmm. <clears throat> All right, what do we got next there, Billy? Billy? Well, I have been Bill, Billy, and William tonight. <laughs> the Billy Club. <laughs> All right. All right. It's Club B and B, sir. You were close. Well, yeah. Do you want to take this one? Sure. Festival of the Lion King making a modified return as a celebration of Festival of the Lion King at Disney's Animal at Disney's <laughs> Animal. <laughs> Oh in, boy! At, at Disney's Our... Animal Kingdom in mid-May. That is good news. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, our graphics department sucks. Yeah, well, they're they're either dyslexic or yeah. Well, they just forget words and stuff. It's yeah, Disney's Animal. 
Chinese animal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brianna, what do you think about the uh, the uh, festival uh, of the Lion King? Well, as Simba's my favorite Disney character, I'm very excited for the show to be coming back. I do like it a lot. I, I have uh, only seen it once. And I don't remember because I was drunk. Because because the Dawa bar was right there. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's right there. Bill, we are getting roasted in the comments here. Ready? Samantha says, dumbass graphics department. Wow. Uh, Mary says, oh, uh, Ryan says, fire the graphics department. Um, hey. Oh, wait. Hey, do you hear that? Yeah. People are calling for your firing. They're on the hot seat. Tell wow. them. Bill. You threatening had, them now you had better shape up mm-hmm. mary you says your graphics department sucks yeah you <laughs> hear that they, they say you suck stop your crying stop your crying people i feel like i need to contact this. hr right now <laughs> yeah we'll, oh, we'll give you the number goodness. for hr we'll, okay um Melissa says, I can't wait for to see it for the first time. Yes, Dawa Bar, Jungle Juice. Now, the one thing I will say is they, they got rid of my favorite. Uh, it was talk, called te- the Tequiti Punch. Yeah. Oh, that stuff was so good. That was D-E-E-licious. And, of course, uh, as all Disney always does, they take away things that people like. So, I don't know. But they brought back the sporks. We're we're very anti-Disney tonight, aren't we? Uh, uh, As always, Disney ruined it. Magic ruined. But, Bill, they brought back sporks. They did. Uh, uh, Yeah, uh, they wouldn't have had to get rid of them if it weren't for Rudy. Rudy stole the sporks. Yes, he did. Uh, Jerk. All right. Uh, what, What we got next? Uh, that uh, that Disney has released a sneak peek of some of the Haunted Mansion ride changes out in Disneyland. Uh, that includes new landscaping and the return of one of the mansion's original portraits known as April to December, which uh, as uh, as you watched it, uh, uh, you saw it uh, switch from uh, some uh, a lady who was young to a lady who was very old. And uh, she is once again uh, uh, gracing the hallway. Uh, I understand she is uh, right on the loading area. Um, So she's in a little bit of a different spot than she was before, but she is back. Very cool. Uh, Never been to Disneyland. Now, Brianna, you've, you've been on both Haunted Mansions, correct? Yes. And could you tell us, one, which one you like better and if there's any real differences between the two uh, there's not a lot of real differences um there's an like an extra scene in the walt disney world one to make it a little bit longer and in the disneyland one um you kind of walk through part of what you're riding through at walt disney world so it's it's very very similar the facades are completely different um uh, Disneyland's is kind of in the New Orleans Square area, so it kind of looks like a, a more Southern style, like haunted house type feel. And then the Walt Disney looks like a different—I don't know—a Victorian style haunted house. Right. Um, but overall, the main difference is, is that Walt Disney World's is a little longer and has that more interactive queue. But uh, I don't think I could really pick which one I like better again because it's mostly just—I I would guess I would have to say. Walt Disney World's because it's a bit longer, and that's really the main difference. Nice. Is the graveyard scene any different? 
Um, or is it the same? I think so it's I know- all the same. Uh, there is a big hat box ghost uh, in Disneyland's, and I don't think it's in the. There's a hat box ghost in Walt Disney World's, if I'm remembering correctly. It's just not in the same spot. Um, you know, I'm actually not sure where the hat maybe, box goes in Walt Disney World. I don't even know if there is one in Walt Disney maybe World. Maybe there's not. Maybe I'm. Well, yeah, there's a portrait of him, I believe, but there, he's yeah. not, maybe uh, that's he's what not it is. there. Okay, yeah, there's a hat box ghost, like right as you're go- entering the graveyard scene in Disneyland. And, oh, and then at Christmas, it turns into a nightmare before Christmas, Christmas and Very Halloween. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. I would love to go around the world and see all the different haunted mansions because the, the one in Paris, Phantom Manor, looks awesome. Um, of course, the one I think in Shanghai is um, Mystic Manor, and yes. it's it, it's nothing to do with haunted mansion. It's it's its own totally different thing. Oh. Speaking of Earth Day, well, not speaking of Earth Day, but because of the solar stuff, let's talk about uh the, the, what what you got next, Bill. <laughs> Well, we are going to switch gears a little bit away, away from the news and on to Disney history, Barry. We've got some Disney history. And uh, first up this evening, we have uh, the uh, the uh, announcement way back on April 21st of 20, uh, 2000 that uh, Walt Disney World's next big attraction built as one-of-a-kind astronaut experience Lift off and lift off in Epcot in 2003. The attraction in the former Horizons Pavilion, next to Test Track, will feature a five-minute ride that uh, simulates spaceflight 20 to 30 years in the future. And of course, that attraction was Mission Space. Is was, Mission Space was Test Track? Was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Barry, what else do we got in, in uh, history? Hey, look, look at this. Uh, on April 21st, 2009, Walt Disney World's newest attraction characters in flight, a tethered helium-filled balloon, has an official opening ceremony at downtown Disney, now Disney Springs. The balloon, which can hold up to 30 guests, or just me and Bill, uh, depending on weather conditions, rises 40 feet for a 360-degree breathtaking view. You see, that is very true. When we went with Chris a couple of months ago, um, uh, they uh, they had uh, unloaded a full balloon, and uh, they looked over at us and said, "Only two of you can go." <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, so, so you're yeah. saying that you, me, and Chris would—that's a no go. No, 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 no. Right. We we tried it. Remember on our last trip, we tried it, and they said yeah. only two of us, oh, only two of you can get on at a time. And then one of them, one of the cast members, whispered under their breath, "Fat asses." Remember? I remember? That? <laughs> yeah. I remember. It happens okay. every time we yeah. go. It hurts. It hurts. Yeah, it's a running uh, joke. All right, <laughs> uh, Brianna, I think uh, yeah. I think uh, you have some uh, uh, history, huh? Do I? All right. Um, gosh. Okay. In Florida, a groundbreaking ceremony takes place at Walt Disney World's Grand, Grand Floridian Beach Resort. It opened on June 1988. So uh, the groundbreaking for uh, the Grand Floridian happened on the 23rd. So technically tomorrow. <clears throat> How about that? How about that? 
it really is uh, a pretty cool what they were able to do with that because I always thought it was an old resort, right? Before I knew anything about Disney, because when I first started going to Disney, my first trip of 2002, when everyone talked about the Grand Floridian, I thought this was like one of the first ones, right? Yeah, yeah. Now to know that it was, you know, it opened in 1988, that's pretty cool what they were able to do with that. Mm-hmm. I've never been there. Well, actually, I have. Yeah, what did you eat there? Um, everything. It was uh, 1800 Park Fair, and uh, I ate everything there. Yeah, it was a yeah. breakfast buffet. It was really good, actually. Character buffet. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Brianna, have you ever been there? I have not. Um, it always, I mean, you can always see it when you're going to the parks. And I, I've always, I don't know why the red roofs kind of turned me off. Like, I feel like it needs to be a different color. But mm-hmm. other than that, like this inside lobby here looks absolutely insane. Like, yeah. I'll just go pretend that I'm richer than I am. We'll leave the light on for you. It (laughs) sounds like a a red roof in. It is a glorified red roof in is all that the Grand Floridian is. Um, Wow. You know, it's funny. These rooms are like, what, at the Grand Floridian, I don't know, $700 a night if you're just renting them. Um, And the rooms are like the same size as what you get. I think that looks a little bigger. If you look at that uh, that room there, it does look a little, it's, uh, it's like a palatial estate. Compared yeah. to what you get at, at, at like the All Stars, I gotta Google what that means. Palatial estate, and uh, we have one other uh, uh, history story, and that is what we all knew about today, probably, and that is April twenty second, way back in nineteen ninety eight, Walt Disney World's eight hundred million dollar Animal Kingdom uh, opens in Florida. What? Uh, this is horrible <laughs> horrible <sighs> so from what i'm able to decipher from this uh animal kingdom opened today which is earth day it <laughs> opened with uh, uh five attractions nine exhibits 12 live entertainment shows 11 merchandise locations eight food locations and a partridge in a pear tree. Am I right? Yes. I'm not sure. You are correct. Uh, it is. Uh, it spans 500 acres, and it is billed as a new species of park. Which brings us right into the Disney spotlight of Animal Kingdom. Now, wow. as we've talked about uh, in the uh, podcast in the past, uh, that uh, uh, Barry, help me with the pronouncing of this. It is indeed road. It's no, it's roadie. <laughs> Come on, I looked it joke. up. It's the joke. Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. Road. Okay. Okay. Sorry. My bad. No. It is Joe Roadie. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're running long anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so uh, it is uh, the brain style, uh, brain child rather of uh, Imagineer Joe Rody. Uh And uh, as the famous story goes that we have talked about before, uh, he brought a 400 pound Bengal tiger into the meeting with Disney CEO Michael Eisner. And uh, since we talked about that last, our uh, our uh, graphics department, who is on very thin ice. Uh, uncovered a uh, a photo of uh, of that meeting, um, and uh, we have it right here. 
There's uh, the Bengal Bengal tiger tiger with uh, Michael Eisner. That looks fun. Doesn't it look fun? You know, I, I, he looks like he's having a good time. But I don't know where you got this, where, where the graphics department got this picture. But I hope that person wasn't harmed. I I well, hope no. not too. That tiger definitely looks like he just wanted to cuddle. <laughs> like I don't know what uh-huh. you guys are thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that looks fine. <laughs> I'm sure everything is fine. <laughs> everything is fine. Now, um, did you know that Disney designed the Animal Kingdom as its largest theme park at more than 500 acres on purpose? Uh, they located it far from other parks and developments on on uh, on property on purpose to try to provide an isolated uh, of of it. <laughs> I give up. They were trying to... That was weird, wild stuff. I did not know that. (laughs) Oh, thank God we don't have to be good until the third year. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is uh they provide an isolated uh as isolated of an environment as possible for the animals wow now did you know that uh one of the one of the places there was ca- supposed to be called beastly kingdom it is an area mm-hmm. uh that uh, they started uh to develop but uh they ended up cutting um it would have included a dragon-themed roller coaster, a unicorn-themed rock walk-through attraction, and an enchanted Scottish restaurant. Now, I'm glad uh, we got. I'm I'm glad we got the uh, the Dinorama land instead of yes, I'm, I'm yes, we did, and that was what was uh, included instead. As a matter of fact, was uh, was the Dino Land yep. because of the movie Dinosaur that was being released in 2000. They decided to move ahead with dinosaur, and that—that uh, uh, that is uh, what happened. Now, now, if uh, uh, Brianna, have you ever been over to Universal? I have. Yeah, well, quite a yeah. few times. I am mm-hmm. an annual pass holder and a trader to Disney, and go to Universal all the time. Nice. Now, d- uh, <laughs> did you remember? Uh, were you there when it was the Lost Continent when that area was there? Um, no, the first time I ever went was after they put in. Well. After they put in Hogsmeade, but they do have parts of like the Lost Continent left. Yeah, with um, yeah. Mythos, um, the best theme park res- restaurant ever. That's what the sign says. Yeah. <laughs> now uh, the uh, the Dragon Coaster, which was dueling dragons when Lost Continents first opened, now uh, is called the Dragon Challenge. Well, now in- it's gone. <laughs> Oh goodness! Yeah, now it's totally it's, gone. Well, and now it's, it's, it's Hagrid's motorbike yes. adventure. Yeah, yeah. So we'll scratch this. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's now Hagrid's. Oh goodness! The uh, unicorn attraction maybe it, it was the flying unicorn, but now is known as the flight of the hippogriff. Is it? Is it? It is. It's the shortest okay, roller coaster good. you'll ever be on in your life. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the restaurant, which was the Enchanted Oak Tavern, has been transformed into the Three Broomsticks. Believe it or not, I was there when it was the uh, Lost Continent, and I did enjoy the Dueling Dragons. It was a good roller coaster. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I uh, think I read it as the uh, whatever it was called, the Dragon Challenge. The uh, Dueling Dragons or the Dragon Challenge. Well, it was Dueling Dragons when it was the, uh, uh, the Lost, Lost Continent. Continent. Mm-hmm. Then they then they kind of 
they uh, rehashed it to a Harry Potter theme. It was the same exact ride, except they had a Harry Potter overlay. Then they decided yep. to totally rip it down and put in Hagrid's. So, um, so essentially, Dueling Dragons and Dragon Challenge were the same exact ride, uh, just yeah. with a different overlay. But um, it was fun. I thought it was fun. I thought yeah. it was definitely better than Harry Potter. Whatever. Uh, yeah. I love that ride. I'm very sad that it was gone. I mean, Hagrid's is amazing, but um, the last time my friend and I got a ride, we waited till the end of the day and we rode it like three times in a row and we waited to ride in the front row on each side, the red and the blue side for our final goodbye. (laughs) Now, um, uh, one of the big debates in uh, in the theme park world, and uh, people are talking about this all the time, apparently is would Universal have been able to create such a huge hit uh, uh, as uh, the, uh, the the wizarding world of Harry Potter uh, had uh, they not uh, built Beastly Kingdom uh, and, and the Lost Continent uh, never happened? Now, uh, the way that that happened is uh, the Imagineers who were responsible for uh, Beastly Kingdom were ended up, they ended up getting hired by Universal to create the Last Continent and they brought those ideas or a modified version of those ideas over to Universal when they uh, when they came there. So um, it's interesting to think about that had Disney moved ahead with the Beastly Kingdom, would Harry Potter be in Universal today? It's interesting. I mean, they wouldn't have – I don't even know. I don't know the lay of the land of Universal. Uh, I don't know how much extra land they have. I mean – they totally ripped oh. out. They totally ripped out the Lost Continent and put Wizarding World. Well, whatever that is, I don't know what that area is. And then, of course, they ripped up the Jaws area, and that's all Potterland. I don't know. I don't know anything about yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's right. They uh, took out the Lost Continent and put in Hogsmeade, and then over on Universal Studios side, they yeah. took out Jaws and put in Diagon Alley. So you have them at each park and Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios. Um, they do not have a lot of land and they have, um, because they're not isolated like Walt Disney World is, uh, they have a lot of more restrictions. So they cannot let off like as big as like fireworks shows and stuff like Disney does yeah. because they're in residential areas. But they are, they have restarted their, I guess, third gate technically, which is, like a good ways away from the original park. So they are having to do a lot with that third gate that they're opening Epic universe, which I can discuss how awful the name is later, but um, that they're putting that their own set of hotels and everything over there because it's basic, it's off property. So they're, that's all they have, but they try. Uh, I tell you, I am uh, no Harry Potter fan at all. Sorry. But but I was extremely impressed with what they did with that land. With that, I mean, the they don't have much land, but what they made, how they how they did it, it was it's pretty amazing. And the and the attractions are cool too. The attractions are really cool. Yeah. Um, is that it for the news, Bill? Or I mean, history? uh, For history, yes. And I hesitate to build this up too much, but we have another video. Oh, yeah. Now it may not be as good as this one right here, uh, but uh, I haven't I haven't had a chance to watch it. We're trusting Chris on these, and uh, and here's here's the latest. How are you, sir? Hey, how are you? What is the lunch for? 
Okay, thank you. <laughs> you you saw it here first, folks. All right. Let's Oh, uh-oh. Uh Chris, we got we got, we have a potential here. Well, I know Chris is married. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Chris is very Chris no. is very married and very happy. Um yeah. so uh sorry Chris. Yeah. Besides Chris yeah. and Chris would never work. No. Yeah, no, like I'd, I'd call the house and it'd be like, "Hi, is Chris there?" Uh this is no <laughs> Chris. You know, that would happen all the time. It would be hilarious. (laughs) All right, Bill, it's time to jump to our last uh, segment here. And uh, it's a little segment since Brianna's here. uh, We're going to play a little segment. And I want everyone here to play at home also. If you know the meter, you know Brianna. This game is, well, it's a game or whatever you want to call it. It's called Brianna Hates Everything. Fabulous, well, you know, yeah. well, we're not exactly sure what happened. I guess they were just trying to. What What do you think was their objective there, Bill? The graphics. I I don't I don't know. Um, do you want me to ask? No, no, don't even bother. <laughs> go away. Just go away. Uh, what fun music, though. Yeah. <laughs> There it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could just made that face for you guys. Like, <laughs> well, I guess the whole objective is we wanted to. You know, the thing is, is that Brianna's always smiling. She's always smiling. So we wanted to see what it looked like when Brianna's uh, pissed off. And and this apparently is the best our graphics department could do with that. Yeah. Uh, Chris Lee, Chris Alari uh, says to my beautiful wife Heather, I love you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Heather is a great gal. Yes, yes. Heather, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is what we're doing here is, as you guys know, Brianna hates everything. She hates the Muppets. She hates, uh, uh, what else do you hate? Pirates of the Caribbean. You hate babies. Puppies. You hate, mm-hmm. you hate mm-hmm. Jesus. You hate puppies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're going to get letters now. We're getting right. letters. Well, uh, and, and that is because Brianna hates everything. All right, so let's jump into this. So what it is is this is going to be Brianna hates everything Animal Kingdom edition. Okay, so we're just I'm going to throw you I out. I think we have a graphic for. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just being. I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw out an attraction, and Brianna, you're on a scale of one to ten on the Brianna hate meter. You're okay. going to tell me how much you hate this ride or attraction. So like 10 the most hate. Yeah, 10 the most with. hate and Got one it. being uh, it's just, just a tad of hate. Okay. Because we all know you hate everything. There's a all slight right, so hate ready? for everything. Yes. Yes. First ride. And folks, I want you to play at home. Everest. Are they, are they guessing what I'm going to say or are they just? I guess they're it? just doing their own hate meter. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right, folks at home, do your own love meter. How much do you love this ride on a scale of one to ten? And Brianna's going to do her hate meter. Okay, got it. Ex- okay, Expedition. So Everest. one means you love it, and ten means you hate it, folks at home. Right. That way, we're using the same scale for both. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So Everest, I'd have to go with a two, mm-hmm. only because okay. of the backwards part. It makes me a little motion sick. But other than that, okay. love the ride. <laughs> 
Really? Um, yeah. It is a great ride. It's a great wow. ride. Sean, now, Sean yeah, Nyberg. This, this isn't uh, going so well so far with the uh, whole. Don't, don't worry. Rihanna hates everything. <laughs> well, no. We, he he kind of started out this. with a. <laughs> but here's the point. Universal though. loved ride. <laughs> Well, here's the point, Brianna. But she, she, she does. She will find something to hate on it. She will yes, find something, will. even if it's her favorite thing in the world. Uh, okay, you ready? Next. Yep. Uh, if you've ever been on this, I don't know. Primeval Whirl. Have you ever even been uh, on this? I have not been on Primeval Whirl. Okay. Um, but well, it also looks like it'd make me motion sick. So uh, seven. <laughs> you know, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to even agree with you, right, Bill? What do you What do you say? You've been on it once. Yeah, no. Nah, I enjoyed it. I uh, um, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was just fine. Um, I wouldn't give it a seven, but uh, what do you do? Uh, we it's very it's a very painful ride if you're on it by like it's you and someone else on the other side. But all of us were jammed in there, Bill, with mm-hmm. all of our blubber yeah. and fatness, and yeah. so we were kind of we were kind of very protected. You know, yeah. we weren't moving. No, we actually- weren't moving. We weren't moving at all. It took. It actually took the uh, the Reedy Creek Fire Department to come yeah. with the jaws of life to mm-hmm. get us out of that ride afterwards. It wasn't so bad when they dumped the whole tub of Crisco all over us. <laughs> that then then we uh-huh. then we slipped out fairly easily. Yeah, and then the amazing thing is the number of ladies who just were wandering around just to, just to see us covered in Crisco. Crisco. Yes. Yes. Probably had a nice sunburn uh, after that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, I just uh, I just heard that us covered in Crisco is actually a ten on Brianna's hate meter. So, so we've got that going for us. She's never seen it. She's never seen it. <laughs> um, okay, you ready? It's tough to be a bug. Um, pretty neutral. I'll go with a f- six. On a tough to be a bug. Six on the yeah. hate meter. What do you hate about it's tough to be a bug? Uh it's just not my favorite. I don't know. Like it's okay. more of a preference type deal, I think. And uh the bugs at right. the end. The bugs, see, <laughs> I, I I'm gonna steal from Rudy here, but I think it feels good when when it goes under your butt. Okay. I I like that part. Oh <laughs> personal preference. <laughs> we what about you, Bill? Something about you tonight, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the bee, yeah, Mary's right here. The bee sting gets me every time because it jams right in your spine, yeah, yeah. Which is when it happens, I just lean forward a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also lean forward when someone's uh, jabbing me from behind, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, uh, okay. Um <laughs> Brianna, you happy you're here? Yes. Any family members watching tonight? Do you, no, you I, I actually told them not to watch tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone Flight else was fair game. Flight of passage. Um, yeah. I'm going with a three. I love Flight of Passage, mm-hmm. but it does make me motion sick. So I can't do a lot of 3D um, rides, but. <laughs> you know, uh, I also get a little bit of motion sickness, but 
uh, and this happened started to happen recently. Once I hit thirty, I feel like thirty is is the age where you start. And it was weird. What I do now is I take this non drowsy Dramamine, okay, and I take about two. If I if I'm going to somewhere like Hollywood Studios or or Animal Kingdom where I know there's going to be a lots of you know uh, simulation stuff, Animal uh, Magic Kingdom is fine. There's really nothing there. Yeah, that really does But like um. I'll take a couple of those and I'm good the whole day. You should try that. Uh, Non-drowsy. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I've like, I usually get knocked out by Dramamine. So I will show you the kind of make it's like all natural, but I'm telling you it really works. Yeah. I'll need that. Um, It really works. Cause Uh, somebody said, no, I didn't say I was 30. I said, once you hit 30, that's when like the motion sickness. uh, Sure. uh, Someday I'll get there. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, so only a three, only a three because because of motion, the motion sickness. sickness. Yeah, but other than what that, you, it's Bill, a immersive ride. I like it. What is your regular scale, Bill? Uh, like, uh, what do you mean? What, where, where do I rate uh the flight of passage? Yeah, on the regular person scale, not the Brianna hate meter. Well, I well, I want to keep it on the Brianna hate meter just to okay, keep it all right. normal. Um, right. so like on a scale of one to ten, where one is the best. Mm-hmm. And ten is the worst. I'll give it a I'll give it a two. A two. Okay. okay. Yeah. Is it, it and, and what do you and what is there? What do you hate about it? There's nothing I hate about it. Um, <laughs> I just it's not perfect. Uh, uh, right. You know. Well, well, you know, you you draw you drug it out of me, Barry. There is a little something I hate. On it. Okay, um, first we need to find the compatible match of your genetic material with the genetic material of one of the avatar bodies that we already have. Once we do that, you will be able to link to that avatar and uh, fly. See, Bill, this is the, this is the thing. When, you, when, when you're in doubt and you don't know if there's anything you hate, you got to reach down and find your inner Brianna. There is always... <laughs> There There's is always something, always something to hate. You gotta, something you gotta hate. find your inner Brianna. Brianna, yeah. I'm sorry that we we are making you out to be like an ogre, and uh, uh, clearly you are not. Um, so it's all in fun. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I, I hate a lot of stuff. It's okay. <laughs> the reason why we made this game is because I at the Walt's Apartments podcast. Okay, Brianna said something very uh, controversial very controversial she said that the pirates of the caribbean m- movies are were better than the ride yep oh here we go still and on there. I, just, I, I here we wrap, go i couldn't wrap my head around around that idea <laughs> I, I don't know i i have to hear from you brianna what did you mean by that that I mean that literally when these Pirates of the Caribbean movies out, I watched them consistently as a child. They never turned off like all the time watching Pirates of the Caribbean consistently. And I love the ride, but there's something about these movies that had me watching them on repeat. Like I remember watching the like the director's cut and then like the director's like um, voiceover when they talked about all the movies. I was obsessed with these movies. And yeah, so it has to be better than the ride. <laughs> I got you. I, I kind of get you. The, the first Pirates of the Caribbean was a very good movie. 
the others uh the first and second were my favorites the third was fine i didn't care for the fourth at all and then i think the fifth i watched the fifth in theaters and i think that's the last time i've seen it but the first two gotcha well well brianna we uh we appreciate you being a good sport about all this and playing No, but in all seriousness, thank you for coming on tonight. Yeah, because, thanks, uh, guys. You were an app, you were a great guest. And uh again, you're uh, where can people find you at? Yeah, you can find me at uh Walt's Apartment Podcast, the Extra Magic Hour podcast. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Brianna underscore K7, on Twitter at Brianna underscore K. Yeah, check check out the podcast, guys. It's a lot of fun over there too. Bill and Barry join us quite often. So yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're over there just as much as you guys are over here. So, yes. uh, yeah, uh, Bill, we have a, a podcast exclusive coming up, don't we? Um, yes, sir. As a matter of fact, uh, on uh, Sunday of uh, last week, we recorded uh, a uh, an interview uh, with a couple of folks who are Disney authors. Uh, they have uh, written a trio of books about uh, uh, Walt Disney World in the early days of uh, the 70s and in uh, 80s. Uh, the uh, it is uh, R.J. and Suzanne Ogren, and uh, uh, R.J. is a, uh, a a former artist uh, at Walt Disney World and uh, worked in the Magic Kingdom from 75 to 80. Uh, and uh, uh, worked with uh, some of the uh, uh, original nine old men, uh, as well as a lot of other very interesting folks. Uh, Suzanne worked in uh, management in the parks for about 13 or 14 years, uh, in addition to uh, being a character uh, and also being a uh, monorail pilot. Um, so uh, it uh, it's a, a great story. We get to hear a lot about how uh, they went from uh, uh, wanting to work for Disney, moving down to try to get a job in there, the uh, strange circumstances surrounding how they got the job, uh, and uh, how they grew within the the, uh, the organization. It is a wonderful uh, uh, time, and uh, that will be uh, coming out uh, in the very near future exclusively on uh, the uh, uh, streaming platforms where you can find uh, all podcasts. It will be coming out on Monday. Yeah, Monday is the uh, official date for that. So you're going to want to look for that. And uh, yeah, yeah. And and here is a, well, here's a graphic. Again, the graphic department is a second to none. The second to someone. <laughs> uh, Bill, where can they find our podcast at? Uh, you know, Barry, uh, wherever podcasts can be found, uh, for example, you can find us on Amazon. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iHeartRadio. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. And if they do find us on Apple Podcasts, Barry, we would appreciate a five-star rating. Uh, if if you missed the podcast last week, you found out that we got our very first
We got our very first one star review last week. Sack of shit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let, let's say though, Barry, I want to leave a one star review in the future. Yeah. What what would I do? Would I go you- now that we got one? Do we want more? No, 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 no. So you're saying that if this person uh, has watched or they're listening to us and they they don't like it, they want to leave a one star review. Yeah. Well, in that case, you would want to go to Crazy for Disney podcast. That's where the one star review. Goes. Okay. Okay. I get it now. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So that person who left the one star review clearly just messed up. They made a mistake. <laughs> and we forgive you, you giant sack of shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't forgive him. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, and trust All me, right, Barry guys. doesn't forgive anything. So no. <laughs> all right, guys, thank you all for tuning in, and thank you for again for Brianna for joining us, and uh, have a great night. And Bye. don't forget to wipe. <laughs>